Hello and welcome again to another fun-filled episode of Rate the Comp. I'm Leon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Joe. And this week we're going over maybe the greatest band, maybe the second greatest band. It's Roxy Music with their best of, released uh, I believe in the summer of 2001. Roxy Music is one of those bands that waits patiently for you to discover them and it's very very rewarding the more and more you listen to them the more you just see what kind of unsung heroes they are in rock and roll music of course that all changed last year now they are sung heroes because they have been inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame one year. deservedly so i mean they're just one of the best bands i just absolutely love them can't get enough of them First impressions on this, very on brand. We have a beautiful woman on the cover with a nice overlay through the Roxy Music text and a uh, strange green item that could be a bubble or a marble or something and a uh, Corvid harkening back to the Avalon cover. The band started out more experimental but kind of found their footing in the mid 70s and released a couple very tight albums in the late 70s and early 80s and then just quietly disbanded so it stands to reason that this compilation has very good bones and without even seeing the track list that it's it's gonna rock i don't own this of course because i celebrate their whole catalog and i have the rest of their stuff it's certainly worth worth celebrating because if you are a fan you know you've already got them yes sir so but if you're not this is a nice place to start this compilation carries the distinction of not being released on vinyl for our purposes. This is the first compilation we're going into that was only released on CD. One interesting thing about this comp is that a lot of compilations are released in chronological order. This one, reverse chronological order. Any thoughts on that? I like it that way because as you were talking about, they started off as one thing and ended up being another. I prefer the probably the late the earlier years so to me this compilation is kind of like a, a car revving up and it just keeps getting faster and faster and faster until you get to the very last track and it cuts out and you're like it leaves you just wanting more and i think it was a perfect way to go i agree uh with all of what you said there i like that it's probably hasn't really been done before uh like at least not much it's not very common to go in that direction. And I too, um, if I lean a little more toward their earlier stuff. So as I got deeper into this comp, the more familiar it it became and just the nicer and nicer it got and sped and up and with, chops you off. I think with a lot of compilations too, you typically, you hear a lot of the band's biggest hits towards the beginning. And that's typically reflects their earlier years but with this you also have probably their biggest hits towards the beginning but it's their later years that's a very interesting point that really lends itself to why they are such a great band because a lot of bands have that sophomore slump and in this case they were just getting started they they slowly built up built up and then ended up on a great note never released an album just to satisfy some contract or something like that brian ferry always put a lot of effort into all of these albums. 
So there's two non-album tracks on here, Jealous Guy and Pajamarama. Every other song on here in its form that is presented here is available on a studio release. Starting off is Avalon. Mm-hmm. Decent song. Was released as a single, but I would have to say is one of the lesser tracks on this album. Yeah, in terms of a, a, to kick it all off, it's a, it's a little bit of a sleeper, but Rock to Music is in their way, own way, kind of like a dreamy band. So you, don't, you almost need to be, it's, it's fitting to kind of be lullabied at the, at the jump, but un, unexpected for a, a comp to start kind of so slow and low. Yeah, looking at this track listing from Avalon, I'll tell you, take a chance with me is an amazing song. The main thing rocks. Um, True to Life has this crazy reverse vocal thing going on. The space between is great too. So yeah, Avalon, okay, it's on there, but if you only have this Greatest Hits album, you're missing out on a lot. Next is More Than This, one of the greatest songs I've ever heard at karaoke night. <laughs> by Bill Murray? <laughs> well, by Andrew Loudon. <laughs> it's the weirdest music video too <laughs> yeah it is it is him just sitting watching himself at the end right right but more than this is a great track i think it has a spot on the greatest hits it's probably it m may be their biggest song despite the lost in translation um, yeah only one other track i can think might be their bigger hit just culturally right so we'll i would get more than this and i think i would maybe replace Avalon with Take a Chance With Me or True to Life. But they weren't they weren't huge singles, so that's just me. Next is Jealous Guy, which I always wanted to like this cover so much, but I realized today why it's kind of a downer because it was released on the one year anniversary of John Lennon's murder. So that's all over this song and when I hear it I just hear the Desperation of realizing that it's been a year. Real downer track. Guess it's on the greatest hits. It's a good song though. It's not my favorite cover of this song. Um, I like the Donny Hathaway version of Jealous Guy a whole lot. Uh, I th Brian Ferry does a lot of covers. I don't think Roxy, correct me if I'm wrong, Leon, like Roxy Music didn't do a whole ton of covers. So it's kind of interesting that um, they're kind of taking a nod to some of the uh, solo career of Brian Ferry with with this, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know if it was uh, paperwork or goodwill that kept him in check, but Brian Ferry really never got got himself all over rocks and music stuff. He did his own solo career, but he did want to be the center of attention with rocks and music. And this Jealous Guy cover being on here just kind of puts the spotlight on him for a second it's, it's like brian ferry and roxy music I, I forget that this is a roxy music song right so it's brian ferry song yeah you would think it's brian ferry yeah on the surface next we got three tracks from the successful flesh and blood which marks roxy's entrance into the 1980s there's over you same old scene and oh yeah, all three tracks totally rock. 
I love Over You so much. It's one of my favorite Roxy Music songs. Uh, I think it's a perfect, it's just a perfect pop song. A perfect pop song. Absolutely. It's a big words. It's high praise. So speaking of covers, there are two covers on here. There's The Birds, Eight Miles High, and there's Wilson Pickett's In the Midnight Hour, both awesome covers. And if you're going to have Jealous Guy on here, you know, maybe I would have replaced that with one of those two. You're going to have a cover. I would definitely take In the Midnight Hour over Eight Miles High from this record. If I was going to pick one. They really do it justice. Yeah, and and over Jealous Guy, even. Yep. If you wanted to keep uh, these other, other three from there. But then you have a lot from this one album. Same old scene is so good because... Roxy was such a force throughout the entire 70s. I mean, they started right at the beginning of the 70s. There's no 60s Roxy music, so they're very much a 70s band. And now it's been 10 whole years and they're entering the 80s. And that statement that they're making with same old scene, they're seeing the scene just kind of consume and replicate itself. And indeed that went on to happen over and over and over again. You might say Nirvana and grunge kind of threw a wrench in the works, but Throughout musical history, it's always just been the same old scene. Oh Yeah is also an incredible song. Uh, it's one of my favorites from this record. Uh, I think it's it's, a, it's another one of those really slow burn kind of tunes. Yeah. And it's really sad, but I think it's so melodic. And so I, I just love that like little guitar riff at the end, at the beginning, like doo-doo. Thing, it's it just kills me every time I hear it. It's a good inclusion because it was a huge UK hit, but largely unheard in the US unless you bought the LP Flesh and Blood. So good to have it on here. And it's it's used very well in the HBO show Divorce. If you've ever watched that show, I love the lyric "Dress to Kill" and "Who's Dying." Are we gonna get into the Brian Ferry impersonations? I think it'll happen organically. <laughs> other than that, other than the covers and the inclusions, you know, the rest of the tracks on Flesh and Blood, I can take it or leave it. So I think they sufficiently exploited this album for the greatest hits. Next is two off my most hated Roxy Music album. It's Manifesto. Described by Melody Maker very appropriately, when this album came out, the review says, Brian Ferry, he's he's switching between wanting women who dare to wanting women who care. I think that really shows on these tracks. They're, they're going through a little bit of an identity crisis. The cover is so creepy. It's, it's full of uh, mannequins dancing and some of these songs are just not that good, but Dance Away is an awesome song, so I would include it. Angel Eyes, there's got to be something else from the early 70s that could have taken this precious spot. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I hadn't heard that song before until listening to this compilation, and I, that, I came away thinking that is probably my favorite undiscovered Roxy song. I think that guitar riff uh, is pretty pretty awesome. And I don't know anything else about Manifesto. I don't want to yuck you um, I just don't like Manifesto. Andrew, I think we have a similar uh, takeaway from from that. Uh, also, I hadn't really known Angel Eyes 
and it was my favorite discovery in uh, listening to this comp. Roxy does disco. Well, I think Roxy does disco on Siren. For sure. Mm-hmm. Because next we've got Both Ends Burning and Love is the Drug, both off this Love out. is the Drug is probably yeah. their, the, the biggest one for them, I'd yeah. say. On both sides of the hot Atlantic. Love is the Drug is, I believe, their response to disco. And it's an awesome, awesome song. The music video is so crazy. He's got an eye patch for some reason. <laughs> that's a great that's a great google um the brian ferry eye patch situation like there's a lot of independent commentary on this i guess you know he was making a fashion statement and it just kind of didn't quite hit home but it you know who else really rocks the eye patch is uh keith richards uh, in the rolling stones rock and roll circus yes he does dig the who there should be an oral history of eye patches in rock and roll. Yep. I love She Sells off this album. I think that it could have had a spot on here, perhaps. And I also really like Just Another High, but it is a super long song, kind of a slow burner. So whatever it is, I'll take these two tracks off Siren. I'm good. Those two tracks are my two favorite tracks off Siren. So they should be on the greatest hits. Interesting production note on Siren for cassette tapes, they had to overcome the medium because when you flip from side A to side B, you don't want too much silence at the end of side A to account for a super long side B. So they switched Whirlwind and Just Another High so that the two sides could be a little bit closer and together in sound, which I think is kind of a bad. I wish that the cassette had the same same passage as the uh, LP release, but unfortunately that was a little bit of a technical overcome. Yeah, that's interesting. One of my favorites, Country Life, as we dig a little bit deeper into the 70s, a couple tracks off this, Out of the Blue and All I Want Is You on The Greatest Hits. Awesome. However, Country Life is one of those albums that's just wrought with amazing songs, and I just... It hurts to see all these other songs that didn't quite make it on here, like The Thrill of It All, mm -hmm. uh, Prairie Rose, Bittersweet, If It Takes All Night. Prairie Rose is one of my favorite songs to play when DJing because someone always walks up to me and asks what it is. It's the perfect length, rocks. It really goes through a couple turns and twists, ends this album brilliantly, and should have had space for this on the greatest hits and that is a manzanera joint by the way underrated guitar player phil manzanera's solo work is right up there with all these rocks and music albums uh, a couple of his albums i've listened to exhaustively he's he was a big part of why rocks and music rocks so true the one to definitely check out is 801 uh, 801 Live, specifically, um, which also features Eno. We haven't talked about Brian Eno yet. We haven't. Which is fitting, because we this album is in chronological, reverse chronological order. <laughs> Eno is always discussed with Roxy Music, despite the fact that he was only there for the first couple of albums. But there's one more album that he was not on before we get to those first two. It's Stranded from 1973 
which I think is a great accomplishment for them because they did not suffer when Eno left. I think Stranded totally rocks. The whole album rocks. There's only two al two songs off this that made it on the greatest hits, Mother of Pearl and Street Life. Both rock. Both that rock. Rocks too. Love that Mother of Pearl. Now, when I think of the end of Mother of Pearl, I just want to hear that soft piano after Mother of Pearl. So I can't believe it must be jarring to listen to the CD and to have that end and go into street life. Yeah, you're right. I remember when I made you a tape, Leon, and I put Mother of Pearl on there. I kind of trolled you <laughs> because I, I just looped the end for yep. a lot longer. I remember that. That was awesome. I didn't mind. <laughs> a special edit. Uh, but Amazona, I think, is probably the song off Stranded that I would uh, say has to be on the greatest hits, but it's not. Yeah, if only we could fit more. I really like a song for Europe because he all of a sudden starts singing in French toward the end. Very on brand. <sighs> Very art rock. They were writing the rules. They were making the Ten Commandments of Art Rock back then. One of them is Language is Optional. Next is an interesting track, a song that I run across a lot with Roxy, but a song that I'm not really crazy about, Pajama Rama, released in between For Your Pleasure and Stranded as a single, re-recorded in 77 and released as a single then, found its way on a bunch of compilations including this one i think it's just one of those songs that brian ferry really liked that just he felt that it never got its due but having listened to it a few times not really a hugely memorable song do either of you really like this song i do uh to be honest uh i love the word i love that he's made up a word <laughs> just like you said language is is what optional pajama rama it's like goo 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 a song that I've never heard, I wonder if you've heard, the B-side, The Pride and the Pain. Uh, I'm sure I, the title is definitely familiar. I can't wait to hear it. I can't place it right now, though. I had yeah. never heard either of these songs, and oh. but I am a fan of Pajama Rama. Okay, fair. I, don't I, I, had, a, I had a bootleg that was uh, two-disc, things like their live performances at the BBC, or something like that. And uh, Pajama Rama is on there. I think uh, Pride and the Pain as well. Oh, really? Yeah. The, the name of the bootleg was called First Kiss. Love bootlegs. Yeah. Rate the boot. <laughs> so now we're getting into the heady first couple albums. Um, For Your Pleasure. Totally rocks. One of my favorites. I don't really want to say it's my favorite, but it might just be my favorite, all told. It just rocks and rocks and rocks. It's got maybe my favorite Roxy Music song on here, In Every Dream Home, A Heartache. Missing from the greatest hits. Missing. Sadly missing. Like the biggest thing missing. It's the biggest crime on this compilation is that it does not have that song one of my favorite live music moments seeing brian ferry live at the beacon wow 
His and every dream home a heartache from that night brought the house down. When they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that's the song they started with. That's how they started the reunion set. How nuts is that? It's such an oversight. This is not there. In every dream, Compa. Blaring <laughs> her. Also, where's Editions of You? That on the album, too. not on the comp. Oh, man. And Beauty Queen with the... Yeah, Beauty Queen. Yeah. tremolo beginning. And on, on, honestly, I'm with you, Leon, and you can definitely say this is, this is your favorite because it is... It's dynamite. The fact that only one track from it is on this comp uh, forces your hand to you have to get this album if you like the comp <laughs> double down and get for your pleasure do the strand is the song that's on this album that is included on the greatest hits and it is a great song the sex pistols before they were the sex pistols were known as the strand in an homage to this track now, what do we presume is the strand? It is a dance. Yes. It sounds it is like a dance. It's it's one of those streets in England where there's always a strand. Every city has like a, you know, it's like in America we got Main Street and Broadway, and over there, oh. every city has a street called the Strand. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought the song was about masturbation. <laughs> You could be right. I really don't that, know. That was always my takeaway. Well, you know, if you're going to... Especially gonna... because of, because of in, every, in Every Dream Home a Heartache, like, that's also what that's really about. That's When song. you boil it down. If you have not heard In Every Dream Home a Heartache, you got to stop listening to us and put that song on for a second. Okay? That's Hey, welcome you... back. What did you think of that song? <laughs> Aren't you glad wasn't we told you to do that? Yeah, wasn't that awesome? Go us. <laughs> so, uh, a little uh, inclusion I didn't mean to include in this uh, in this screen grab. Look, Spin gave For Your Pleasure a 6 out of 10. Oof, I bet they're regretting that. Mm. When has Spin ever been right? Right, seriously. Next, we have the self-titled, uh, which... I believe has the most Eno influence with his electronic strangeness. He kind of puts treatments on a few of these songs and uh, the self-titled rocks. I absolutely love it. I have it on CD and it's uh, it's great to have it on that format because I can take it with me. I've got it on uh, cassette. Ooh. Any of the songs mixed up? Uh, no, uh, but I did do a side-by-side -side of a cassette and uh, the vinyl ones. Hissy? Eye-opening, yeah. Um, and if there were two tracks to pull off the self-titled, they just might be these. It's Virginia Plain and Remake Remodel. But there are, of course, other songs that we have discussed. Joe, I know your favorite Roxy song is Missing from the Greatest Hits. It is. It's right after, uh, at least on the CD here, right after Virginia Plain. Um, just swap that one out. It's an easy, easy fix. 2HB is life. I believe it is named after uh, a pencil. 
special kind of lead. Ode to a pencil. It's been a long time since we've been together. Now I hope it's forever. I heard this song uh, first time in the movie Velvet Goldmine. And it's, uh, uh, it's a sexy scene. Uh, I think, this, I want to say there's like an orgy um, happening with all the stars of that movie. And just that, that lyric, it's been a long time since we've been together and now I hope it's forever. Fade away never. Never. I will co-sign that 2HB, which I think is meaning to Humphrey Bogart, should be on this, but I would not take it off. I would not take off Virginia Plain for it to be there. Would you take off Remake Remodel then? Hell no. Yeah, it's one of the later songs. It's one of those, you know. I think Remake Remake Remodel is my favorite Roxy Music song. Nice. Great song. So I love Ladytron. Yeah, Ladytron. You should be on here too. And I also really, really appreciate Sea Breezes, although it's a super long song, slow burner. I understand that there's not room on it on the greatest mm-hmm. or something like that. It's weird for us to say there's no room for it on, on this greatest hits because this is an era where it was, you could fit 80 minutes onto a CD. So I feel like they could have. I, I think it clocks in at like 75 though. This around 75. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. So it is pretty full. Another track to mention would be, uh, I love, uh, would you believe? <sighs> Heck yeah. Good choice. Would you believe? In March 2018, there was a three CD plus a DVD, not quite a box set, quite like a book set of this of this first album that was released. And it was covered in previously unheard material, some demos and some other stuff, live stuff. So this is the direction that I want to go to kind of close out this discussion. The greatest hits. It's a nice pastiche. It's a real nice representation, but it's a little bit cubist. It's a little bit of a very basic idea of what Roxy Music was. And I think that if you have this greatest hits, you're definitely gonna like it, but you're also going to be unfulfilled. It's a little bit like smoking a cigarette as Oscar Wilde put it. It's the perfect kind of pleasure. It leaves you unsatisfied and wanting more. If you have this greatest hits, I don't think you're gonna regret it, but you are gonna end up buying several or all of their albums. So you might as well just pick any of those eight albums and just listen to that, because you're gonna love it. Except for Manifesto. Paul, you said you like that other song off Manifesto. I do. I'm, I'm just I'm trying to put words in your mouth, I think. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe I should give it another listen, okay? No, I'm, I'm mostly shaped by Manifesto from uh, this episode of Vinyl Justice when these two guys acting like cops break into Frank Black's house and handcuff him and go through his albums, and they find his copy of Manifesto, and they're like, come on, you can't really seriously say this is a good Roxy Music album. To be fair, though, in that episode, he also did have the self-titled, but they didn't talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, great, great compilation. Absolutely loved it. Any any final thoughts? I think you're right about it sort of being a gateway 
It's a gateway to, drug. Yeah. Uh, a gateway love is the drug because you, you're going to get more. And you, you're going to discover what your favorite is. It's one of the greatest bands. It's that simple. They did a great job. And uh... yeah, Roxy Music's one of those bands where the, the amount of effort you put into it is exactly what you're going to get out of it. Because their catalog is so deep and so different. And patiently waiting for you, as Leon said at the beginning of the sense. Yes, that Poignant. was a perfect way of putting it, Leon. Thanks for that. All right. Waiting in like the neon shadows with, <laughs> with beautiful supermodels and jaguars and, and ravens. and. It's time to rate the comp. I'm going to give it a solid eight. I will co-sign the number of eight as well. Eight sounds pretty good. Do I want to go with that? Uh, no, I want to take it down to 7.5 because no 2HB, no In Every Dream Home a Heartache, and some of that later stuff. I know you guys were fans of um, uh, Same Old Scene and, and Over You. Um, I, was, I was kind of over, over you. Yeah, and it's just an introduction, really. It's it's a CD that maybe like your friend would have. And this is like the CD you pick up at Borders as a teenager when you're trying to get into Roxy music. There you go. That's it. I think half the reason I love Over You is because of Sloan's cover. Yeah, me too. I love that cover mm. of it. I also when I was when I went to England for the first time, I found a seven inch of Over You. And it had like this really cool, there was no paper inner. It's what, it was a classic UK seven inch where it's like the, still the tiny hole. There's no big hole spindle, but it was all molded plastic inside. It was one of the cooler seven inches I, I own. I have personally seen that seven inch and yes. I think I've, I think I've spun that at a vinyl night that we have uh, been to together. Necessarily. Now there's a comp there's a bunch of other Roxy music compilations that feature solo Brian Ferry work. But what I would like to propose to this group is a trio compilation of Roxy, Brian Ferry, and Eno. Ooh. I would love to see that compilation. Yes. Eno did Eno do a great sits? I don't know. I don't it's know tough to do a greatest hits of Eno because he's so different. Yeah. Well, we'll have to look into that. If there was, uh, that would be awesome. I would have uh, the Windows 95 theme be the, the first track. Oh, yep. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks very much for your conversation, for your thoughts and opinions. Roxy Music, such a great, great compilation and so great discussing it with you on this episode of... Ray, Ray. Oh. Oh. too much cheesecake too soon. Roxy music now, come on, mate. You can't tell me that that is a good Roxy music album. Can you sing like Brian Ferry, sir? I like his, <laughs> you know, when he does all that. Well, it's sort of uh, sounds a bit like <laughs> Jimmy Savile. <laughs>
Ooh, you know, when he... That sounds like a young yeah. pony. <laughs> dance away, dance away. Dance away. <laughs> the pony impression. Dance. <laughs>